Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening in on a new episode for our Development Ops podcast. Today, Allie Harrell and I are going to spend a few minutes recapping our coach clinic call series that we've hosted the last several weeks for our spring heart walks. Hey, Hey, Callie. So hopefully all of you were able to join the three calls that we hosted, but we're going to do a quick recap for you and pull out some of the highlights for you to listen to over the next couple of minutes. So on our first call, we really focused on recruiting, recruitment of coaches, realizing that we might be a little behind timeline, but there still is opportunity to add additional coaches, especially in our A and B companies. Allie, would you share with us what we touched on in that first call as our key takeaways? Sure, I'm happy to. So for our key takeaways, some of the things to remember when you're visiting the company is to always bring your retention reports to identify who those lapsed coaches are. That way you have those names in front of you as you are visiting the company. The other thing to make sure that you're doing is scheduling those executive champion and company leader gap meetings. Those are that presents a great opportunity to really identify where we are missing coaches, to look at the organizational chart of the company and see where we can use some more coaches at and maybe some departments that don't have any coaches yet. We also made sure to cover what does that first coach visit look like. So the further coaches that you already have recruited, you want to visit them and you want to have them take some action. Some of those actions would be to make sure that they are registered on the website, Have them personalize their page because we know when people personalize their page that they raise more money and to encourage them to make their own personal donation to their team. Hopefully I didn't miss anything, Kelly. Tell us about what we covered on the second call. Yeah, thanks, Allie. I think that was great on the first one. And I'll just emphasize before we move on, I could not um, recommend more that executive champion gap strategy and don't ever underestimate the power of those conversations within your A and B companies. Great point. So yeah, on our second call, hopefully you were able to listen, but we had a special guest from the Midwest affiliate, Rich Sloan, and he shared with us how he really drives to recruit top walkers via coaches. So I really love this strategy. And and I think sometimes we often overlook the fact that we do want our coaches to have one top walker per team. So in Rich, Rich's call, he shared with us how he goes about doing that, what conversation he has, the power of the top walker, and really sitting down with the coach and explaining why that brings so much value to their team. Also, who those top walkers could be survivors on their team? Could it be the coach themselves? Maybe somebody on their team was close to a top walker last year, raising around, let's say $800 and was unaware that just a few more hundred dollars would get them to top walker status. If the coach understands more about what it means to be a top walker, maybe the incentives we offer our top walkers, the impact that has, that coach is then more able to sit down with walkers on their team and encourage them to set that $1,000 goal. So I think it's a really important conversation to have. It also blends nicely with that second visit. So when you're out in the field, Allie talked about those actions around visit number one. Visit number two also needs to be action oriented. Can we ask them to identify a top walker? Let's have that conversation with them. Who could be the top walker on their team? What does that look like? And then let's not forget to follow up on actions from the first visit. Have they registered Have they set up the app or downloaded that app? Have they personalized their page? And then lastly, Allie mentioned that personal gift. If they've not already kicked off their fundraising with their own personal gift, let's encourage them to do so in that second meeting. 
And then beyond that, to help us set up for our next step in um, our coach visits, we really want to look at recruitment, walker recruitment. Can we bring up list of their past walkers and start that conversation? Who are you asking to be on your team this year? What steps have you taken to reach out to those individuals? So a lot to cover in that second meeting. But again, the idea is that we want to be action oriented. We don't want to stop and hand off a little tchotchke, a little present and say, thanks for signing up. Good to see you. Hope you're having a great day. We want to sit down and help them be successful. So our role isn't necessarily to be their cheerleader, but to truly be their coach and guide them in the steps so they can feel successful in their role as a Heartwalk coach. Then lastly, we just held our third and final coach clinic call where we got to zone in a little bit deeper on Walker recruitment. Allie, can you share some of those key takeaways? Sure. So when we are thinking about Walker recruitment and we're visiting that coach to start that discussion, I think it presents a great opportunity to really ask them some questions about who can join their team and why that person may be good to join their team. Maybe they're a survivor. Maybe they're good at fundraising um, and maybe they're just changing their lifestyle to be more healthier. So really asking them questions to help them create a list of potential walkers for their team. And let's don't forget, always leverage the mission, share a mission moment with them. I think we also can make sure that we're helping them to create a plan for how to ask these people to join their team, whether it's an email, whether it's face-to-face or a text message through the app. There are all those Um, ways that they can ask their peers and family and friends to join their team. And of course, we want to make sure they know how easy it is to use our HeartWalk website and that we already have template emails that they can use to reach out to their coworkers, family, and friends as well. We also want to encourage them to personalize their team page and tell everyone why they are banding together to go out to the HeartWalk. Um, We want to encourage them to have weekly communication with their walkers. We can provide them with mission moments and things like that, that they can send out to their walkers to encourage them to fundraise and reach out to their friends as well. And I think we should always remember that while we have the, their past walkers um, list with us, that also new people are good. So who are some new people in their department? Or maybe they met met a new friend this year that would be a great person to join their team. So to keep that in mind as well. What else would you add, Kelly? So I love your point, Allie, in talking about new. And we talked about that in a couple of our calls around looking to identify new coaches to help prevent burnout. And I think that fits perfectly in the Walker recruitment conversation as well. So when we're working with our coaches, Allie referenced, you know, talking about our the list of our past walkers. And so I think it's a great point in thinking about who can be new on top of that. So we have this really great tool. Hopefully you all are familiar with it. It's our draft team plan as part of our coaches corner. And we'll have a link to this and all of our resources for you to utilize in the field. But it literally is a one page tool in which you can sit down with your coach and work through a list of names. Who would be great to join your team? Who haven't you thought about? Who around your department or your office or your floor has not yet participated in HeartWalk that we could ask? What about executives in your department? So think about how you have those conversations with your coaches and help them think through who they could ask new, who they could add to their team, and back to that top walker piece as well, who from that list could potentially be a top walker to raise $1,000 or more on your team. So just a really great tool there. And I think we've covered a lot of really great tips for you. 
the last thing I'll add and, and chime in, Allie, if you think of anything else, but that we've got the call recordings out there from the coach clinic calls. We've got these tips. We've got the slide decks, which really serve as good one pagers and reminders. So I encourage you to look at all the resources, keep driving your visits, one, two, and three, drive actions around each one of those and follow up with each visit. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Kelly.